Welcome to the All The Wiser Podcast. Here we believe your journey toward wisdom and wellness takes place in your heart and in your mind. If you're committed to grow, you have arrived at the right place to enhance your mental, emotional, and spiritual wellness. So welcome, partake in the pursuit of wisdom with us here at All The Wiser. Much of the content I share here at All The Wiser is inspired by my scripture study and prayerful meditation. I'm an adamant believer that regular rhythmic Bible study reshapes your outlook on life, raises your self-awareness and sense of purpose, and draws you nearer to the God that created the universe. If you can benefit from prompts to help you launch improved study habits, download the devotional ebook I'm releasing on October 14th. Within this free resource are devotionals you can read daily or in batches. Regardless of your strategy or method, the key is to get started and this tool will help you do that. Tune into All The Wiser each week for details about how to obtain a copy for you and your loved ones. You know, gratitude is a core value here at All The Wiser. So thank you so much for all of the support and the continued listenership. Remember that date, October 14th. Be blessed and we'll talk again soon. All The Wiser family, welcome back. I don't know about you all, but I am excited about the content we have coming for season three. Uh, So press in, lock in. We have lots of lots of juicy, rich insights and content to share with you. And today is no different. I am incredibly thankful that you all are here, but I will not be labor and delay because we have quite a bit to get into today. And the topic foundational for today's session was actually inspired by my own growth um, in the time between the recording of season two and season three's sessions. I have been intentional about growing my faith, you guys. And I have had to learn and accept that God has not only created me, but he also cares for me. You know, it's interesting for years, I had heard the phrase that God sits high and looks low, but I never personalized that for myself. And as I restudy and review and relearn the text and stories of the Bible, the Bible is ripe with instances and examples of God intervening on behalf of his chosen people because he loves them dearly, even when they turn their back on him. In fact, the cement foundation of the Christian faith is the truth. That God loved humanity so much that he sent his only son, Jesus, to earth in the form of a baby to grow into a man, to teach, preach, heal, deliver, die and be resurrected so that our sins, your sins and mine, uh, the debt of sin could be forgiven and we can be reconciled to him. That's what we believe. That's the foundation of our faith. If you are a Christ follower, if you are a Christian, what I have come to see is God's love for you and I is beyond understanding and beyond searching out and we can abide in it even if we don't fully understand it yet. And so lately I've been deepening the personal nature of my faith. I've adopted this new axiom that I repeat almost every morning during my devotional time. I say, 
I serve a loving God that cares about me emotionally, mentally, physically, relationally, and of course, spiritually. I believe God wants holistic wellness for you and for me. He cares about how I was. He cares about how I'm doing and he cares about how I will be as well as how I can improve in all five of those areas, emotionally, mentally, physically, relationally, and spiritually. While I serve and am loved by a personal, intentional, all-knowing God, it is crucial to remain humble and keep the following key in mind, which is that I'm not the center of the universe. I'm not the center of the universe. God's attentiveness to my wellness in those five areas is not solely for my good. Greater health in those areas that we mentioned is useful to bring him glory and to enable me to enrich those in my sphere of influence. If I am healthier relationally, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, I am in a better position to help and positively impact the people in my life and even you all, my listeners, people who I believe I've been charged to serve in the form of this podcast. So today I want to perhaps as swiftly as possible, but then again, maybe not so swift. I I believe that there is power in a measured pace. I want to dive deeper into these five Uh, areas and explore some questions that perhaps you can ask yourself to evaluate the current state of your emotional, relational, mental, physical, and spiritual health as it relates to perhaps your relationship with self and with the Lord, our creator. Let's start with emotional health here. So emotionally, the quality of your life is largely determined by the condition of your heart. I will say that again. The quality of your life is largely determined by the condition of your heart. Your emotional wellness is the lens through which you see yourself, other people and the occurrences in your life. The reality is this, you know, I'm a firm believer that we go into new seasons, new challenges, new relationships in life head first. However, we don't have the motivation to enter into those without the heart being on board. People do things because they feel like it, not solely because they think something is a good idea. So our emotional health is incredibly important. So here are a couple of questions I implore you to ask and consider. And like I said, for all five of these, I'll give you a couple of questions. Feel free to take note of them, memorize them. Ultimately, If you have a time like myself, I try to do a daily office time where it's quiet, no music, no talking, no nothing. Focusing on where my emotional state is, uh, just recentering my relationship with God and, and reflecting. If you have a time like that, these questions I'll present may be helpful tools for you. So first, how has my upbringing framed my emotional response to pain, tragedy and disappointment? How do I grieve? Am I capable and comfortable with expressing my emotional needs to trusted confidants? So reflect upon those emotional centered questions. Let's move on to relationally. Listen, you can love people hard, but not love them right. 
in the Bible, Jesus is taught. Jesus taught many things, many of which through parables, but he very directly communicated that the commandments, the laws that the Jews were following, there were over 600 laws that were documented in the Old Testament and the Torah. And these laws, while expansive, Jesus said could be summed up pretty simply. We are to love other people as we love ourselves and of incredible importance, love God with all of our heart, mind, strength and soul. There it is again, heart, mind, strength and soul. It parallels the very topic we're discussing today. Isn't that interesting, you guys? Love is the center. Love of God, other people and ourselves. This is a this is what I call a triangular command. It's not as simple as just love everybody. Love with a pointed direction at God, the lover of our souls. Other people who we are here to serve and enrich and help and allow them to do the same for us. But we can't adequately love other people unless we have a standard of love for ourselves. Y'all, that's hard. Hard as in difficult, hard as in insightful, but hard as in difficult as well. And it's a lifelong journey, lifelong challenge. And I think Jesus knew that for us. So ask yourselves, how can I optimize my relationships to bring the value God intends for me to deliver within the context of those relationships? So I'll say that again. How can I optimize my relationships? to deliver the maximum value God intends for me to deliver. Who must I be in relationship with and in what capacity? Now, remember, relationships are not solely interpersonal, but also intrapersonal. So ask yourself, how healthy is my relationship with myself? And how strong is my relationship with God, who is my creator, and the lover of my soul. And the follow-up to that question, if you want to include this as well, would be in times of pain, angst, and strife, how willing am I to turn to God for help? You know, they say the God you see is the God you get. So if you think he's angry and vengeful and full of wrath only, The God I'm describing who cares about you relationally may seem like a myth to you, but it is true. He is so. And as you build your relationship with him, you can bring your rawest emotions to him. You can come to him trusting and knowing that if you come wholeheartedly seeking him, he will answer you. He will respond to you mentally. Let's move on to the next one. You know, when I was a kid, I grew up in the church. And so when I was a kid and later an adolescent and now an adult, there's been an old saying that has persisted. It says uh, people people call God a mind regulator. Right. And I agree that through the power of the Holy Spirit, God can present new information to us or bring to remembrance things that were stored away from long ago. But I believe his care for us is more than informational. God, the mind regulator, also understands that we, the humans, the people he created, 
are not just bone and flesh, but we have a mind and and a soul. And within our minds is a battlefield. And our minds are a battlefield on which fear and faith are constantly clashing. They're constantly going head to head with one another. And guess what? This is happening on the inside of us. God cares very much mentally about our mental health, our mental wellness. And we're not going to dive deep in today into terms of mental disorders and, um, you know, medical treatments. But I just want you to think about God's awareness of and desire for you to have mental wellness. So I want you to ask yourselves a couple of questions here. When you're faced with crucial decisions, which voice tends to trumpet louder in your mind, the voice of fear or the voice of faith? Ask yourself, do you know how to adjust the volume of fear and faith? I grew up with stereos, man, CD players. If you wanted to hear more of something, you turn it up. If it was too loud, you turn it down. With mental development, with emotional maturity, And through practices such as prayer and meditation, we, I believe, can learn how to acknowledge and see clearly what the voices of fear and what the voices of faith are saying. And we can choose and decide which we want to turn up and which we want to turn down. So do you know how to adjust the volume knobs of faith and fear when you're alone? What do you say to yourself about yourself. Do you have the mental capacity to endure the strain growth and development in these other four areas will inevitably bring you? Growth requires stretching. Stretching can be straining. And one of the primary areas it can cause stress and pain and frustration is in your mind. Mental deconstruction and reconstruction is mentally taxing. I hope that if you listen to this podcast, personal growth and personal development is a priority for you. So you must ask yourself mentally, do I have the mental capacity to endure the strain, growth and development in any of these other four areas, mental growth included? Do I have the capacity to handle it? Let's move on to physical. So physically, God cares for you and he cares for for me. We are born from dust and eventually we return back to the dust. And part of what makes us human is the mortal, limited nature of our physical beings. Now, listen, despite what rapper Kevin Gates said several years ago, y'all, we get tired. We get hungry. We get frustrated. We get confused. Sometimes our bodies need rest to recover and recharge. It's always refreshing to see that the Bible says that in our weakness, God's strength can be on display in his in our weakness. He is strong. Choosing to surrender to him in our place of weakness can turn that same posture and place into a place of strength. He can turn it around, turn your weakness into strength. And while here on this earth, listen, we also encounter injuries and sicknesses, a variety of different uh, ailments and illnesses that can limit our physical abilities. And I don't know about you, but I believe God can address those, too. 
So ask yourself, do you believe God can bring healing and restoration to your body? Do you believe God protects you from harm and threats seen and unseen? In moments when you've acknowledged you've maxed out your physical limits, but you can't quit, you can't give up at that moment, have you ever called on God for strength? The Bible tells us we can and he will respond generously with our requests. If we need strength, he will provide. All right, folks, and we finish with the kicker. This is the most important spiritually. God cares for us spiritually. See, our spiritual existence has earthly and eternal implications. See, God's care for our spiritual life starts with salvation. He saved us from an eternity without him. So now we can be tabernacles for the Holy Spirit, a place where the spirit can dwell within. I believe God has given every believer the following. He's given us spiritual gifts. He's giving us his word, his scriptures to constantly enrich our spirits and point us back to him with. And he's given us what I call a sixth sense. So for those who have received the Holy Spirit, the sixth sense uh, produces enhancements we can access. It can look like a variety of different things. It can look like supernatural discernment. It can look like strong promptings or convictions, and it can even look like prophetic dreams. I know I have several people in my family, they're dreamers. They say, oh man, I had this dream that such and such happened. And, and I think uh, this portion of the dream symbolically means this. And so they interpret the dream. They have the dream, they interpret the dream and show enough months later. It, it comes to be. I believe that the Holy Spirit can produce within us and use a sixth sense to communicate through us and to us in a variety of different ways. Now, the sixth sense is not your intuition, but it can use our intuition to accomplish the purposes that are intended to be accomplished. So again, let's finish here with some questions in the spiritual space. I wanted to broach each of these topics. We didn't dive deep today, but I wanted to let you all know this is this is the texture of that statement that I was talking about earlier. And we'll revisit that axiom that I have added to my prayer meditation time every day at the end. Before we get into the first question, I hope you guys know, understand and accept that your abilities, your life experiences and the frustrations that are unique to you are no accident. God aligned your life and programmed your DNA and your wiring in a way so that all of those things can be intentionally used for your life purpose. So ask yourself how not excuse me, don't ask yourself, ask God and reflect upon the answer you believe you receive regarding the following question. How does God want to use your gifts and talents? Remember, at the beginning of the session, we talked about how these these uh, areas, the health of the improvement of these areas would not solely be for you, but for the impact and the change and the improvements that you have been brought here in this time and in this space to deliver. 
So how does God want to use your gifts and talents? Did you know that you can ask God to grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him? If you are hearing some of these things and it sound foreign or distant or not for you, you can actually ask God to enhance your understanding, to engage with you in a way in which you can experience and grow in the knowledge and revelation of who he is and how relationship with him looks in your daily life. Jesus says certain miracles could only be done through prayer and fasting. So clearly both of these are important. They are not to be abandoned or forgotten. So what spiritual disciplines have you implemented lately? And finally, part two of that question is, are there spiritual disciplines that you have turned away from, forgotten or abandoned? So I just want to close with this uh, because, guys, God cares for every dimension of our existence. We're talking about this today because I believe you can freely talk to him about any and all of these things. Your spiritual being, your physical being, your mental state, your relationships, your relational state and your emotional state. All of these he cares about because he cares for you. You can talk to him about any of these five dimensions, whether you're struggling in those areas or whether you're thriving. Personally, I'm learning not to turn my back on God when I think one of these areas is in a prosperous state. I don't know about you, but many people, we turn and cry out to God when we're struggling, when something is sick, when something is in tumult or trouble. I want to challenge you as I'm challenging myself. When things feel and look good, when you've come from a long way and have made improvements, don't turn your back on him. Don't think you've had enough of God and now you got what you needed from him. And now I can go on to better things and keep him in the in the prayer closet or in the box whenever I need something. Walk alongside him every step of the way in times of struggling and in times of thriving in times of little and in times of a lot. And that's what Paul teaches. He says, regardless, he can find content. He can find contentment, whether he has a little or a lot because of the relationship he has with God. And I pray the same for you. And I am constantly praying for myself and the people I love that they can walk in the same. Guys, I know we ran over uh, time more than typical, but we had a lot to cover. And if you want review, see in the show notes, I can uh, provide a list of the questions so you can review and read them and uh, implement them in whatever way works best for you, whether it's in your prayer and meditation time, whether you want to share some of these with a partner and hold each other accountable, use them however you see fit. I'm incredibly thankful you guys have decided to join me all the wiser season three. Listen, we're coming heavy and we're coming strong. Was this rich? Was this helpful for you all? I certainly hope so. And before we depart from this place, please rate, 
subscribe to the podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, and several other streaming platforms. Please spread the word, share, exchange this content with other people whom you believe this can also be rich and impactful for. Thank you all for joining. It's a blessing to speak with you all. Let's talk again soon. Is this content planting seeds of wisdom in your life? Is this challenging you to examine the lens through which you view the world? Well, come on, y'all. If it's good to you, be good to someone else and share this content. This is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms online. So we encourage you all to spread the word, sow the seeds far and wide. We at All The Wiser want to be as helpful as possible to many, many other hungry folks much like yourself. Spread the word. We appreciate you. Much love.